delicious. So uh, I was Baba driving Bowie. around. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. So I was driving around today, and I noticed uh, some signs up. Because, you know, it's election season. And uh, one one sign particularly struck my eye today. It just said, Kyle for Congress. Baba Bowie. I'm going to kill you. God's ass. But, you know, I, I don't remember announcing a run for Congress or filing any paperwork to run for Congress. But I guess I'm running for Congress now. Yeah, I guess if there's ever a time to announce it, it's live on the pod. Yeah, that's right. So uh, my I am running on one platform issue. And that is making gaming illegal. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. Uh, being a gamer is punishable by death. Interesting. And everyone uh, will be forced to learn the Quran. Yeah, bro. Motherfucker out here trying to act enact Shakira law. That's right. So, uh, vote for me this November. November uh, 3rd. Yes. Un- unless you're voting for my opponent, in which case, go vote November 4th. <laughs> Who's your opponent? I don't know. What's your campaign slogan? Uh, Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, no, nah, apparently the guy, it looks like it's a Republican. Nice. Whose name is Kyle. It's either, I don't even know if it's a first name or a last name. I'm going to look that up right now. Feel like your, I feel like your campaign slogan should be Hope Hicks, I can fix you. I can fix Hope Hicks. What what will. what's your um like how would you go about fixing Hope Hicks? Uh, very carefully. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. Uh Kyle Vandewater for Congress. Oh, this guy looks like shit. Why <laughs> why wouldn't you go by Vanderwater? Like why like Kyle for con they're they're you, Dude, I could write in Kyle Sherry. Or Kyle Kyle Van by the Water. Yeah. Yes. Or Van, actually Van Kyle, by the River. Sorry. Actually, Kyle, I think um now is high time to um uh enact our corporate rebranding. Um Welcome mm-hmm. to the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour, episode thirty six. My name is Tim Brenner. Seven. Seven. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. Uh and I'm joined with Randy Sherry. That's incorrect. Um, Maximilian Sherry. That that is also incorrect. Apparently, those were the two <laughs> names that uh, that I was almost named. I was almost named Maximilian, and I was almost named Randall. I was almost named Luke. Both of those are pretty fucked up. Yeah, if my parents had named me Luke, man, I don't know how I'd be different, but I'd be different some way. I'm 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 still looking at this guy. He looks like a Lego. He has a Lego head. Is he the Chris Sh- Pratt he has a character? Lego head-shaped head. Is he the hmm? Chris Pratt character from the Lego movie? Emmett? No. No. He just his head looks like a Lego head. That's that's either unfortunate or very cool. Let's see here. Kyle C. Vandewater, that's too many names for a person, was born in Rhinebeck and raised in Poughkeepsie. He's running against uh, Antonio Delgado, who by all accounts seems okay. Interesting. Right, he graduated in 1998. He's born in. He's 40 years old. Okay. Uh, oh, he's in the military. Kyle, you love, ROTC you love the scholarship. military. You love ROTC. Uh, 
uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, ROTC, uh, rotating on the cock. I love having sex. Yes. You're, you're fucking, you got there, buddy. You got there. Yeah. Good shit. Um, Good shit, dude. I'm proud of you. Proud oh, of you. he joined the Army Reserves and began attending Albany Law School. That's... Oh, he was a JAG. He was an he was an uh, an army lawyer. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, he wants to run for Congress, and his only. Uh, oh no. Uh oh. Oh no! Kyle lives in Millbrook with his wife Melissa, and their triplets. Born in two thousand nine. Yo, you're a triplet. Yeah, this sucks, dude. Damn, dude, the parallels, uh, is, dude. Are you are you Kyle v- v- Van and Vander Vander Water? Jesus, this is a grim looking family. All the boys are wearing flannel. Millbrook is a fucking old. nice area, though. I went there once for a birthday party. Oh yeah. Yeah, my uncle Airbnb to barn, and uh, it had huh. like cool Edison lights and shit. It was very idyllic. There were hay bales everywhere. It was pretty fucking neat. Nice. Let me look at the issues. Sorry to derail this whole thing. Nah, you're good, dude. That was the first time I've done the intro since, like, the single-digit episode, so that felt nice. Yeah. Uh, pre-existing conditions should never be a factor when it comes to healthcare. I will always fight to protect people with pre-existing conditions. Cool. Kind of vague, but cool. Yeah, I mean. However, the rest of Obamacare needs to end. All right. Damn. In place of it, we will open the markets and force the insurance companies to compete for your business. Competition ensures the best. Ha. Damn, yo. Isn't competition in a free market what got us here? Probably. Uh, He's big on Second Amendment. Uh, Jobs and wages. Americans need jobs and they need them now. Correct. We need to reopen businesses safely and allow people and small businesses to get back on their feet. Tax cuts for small businesses via opportunity zones. Opportunity zones. And uh, if I was running for Congress, I'd say, hey, I got an opportunity zone right here for you, pal. And you'd point to your weenie. I'd point to the Constitution. (laughs) Oh, dude, the Constitution kind of sucks, though. I mean, it doesn't suck. I mean, it's kind of the foundation mm-hmm. for our democracy, but it's incredibly outdated, I think. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I read a book for the first time in five years this summer, so I can't really be a good judge of the Constitution. What do you read? Uh, freaking Dr. Seuss? Um, Not Dr. Seuss. Um, I read a book by his l- uh, little brother. Uh. Uh, I, I, I can't come up with a good joke. Uh, but I read the last book on the left. It was very good. Uh, shout out to the podcast gods, Ben, Marcus, and Henry. Mm-hmm. They wrote a good nice. book. They wrote a good book, Kyle. Uh, there is a heading here just called Love. Damn, me too. Oh, these are, oh, these are videos. These are video titles that he oh. put on his Facebook. There's one called Love. There's one called Pro-Life. Seems fairly. Uh, oh, he's sitting on a rock. He's wearing like a, a like one of those fleece jackets that you see on like ranchers. Yeah, but he's even also though he's wearing. From Mil- an, even though he lives in Millbrook, he's wearing uh, an American flag bandana. Ew. He's wearing bootcut jeans that he's like 
pleated the bottoms of like he's a hipster interesting uh in between his feet he's like man spreading on this rock and he's got a little tiny water bottle like one of those little tiny ones okay uh that that video is called pro-life just gotta say my man my man's fit here not looking good (laughs) he's standing up in this one uh wearing the same outfit looks horrible he, he looks like a straight line. The only way to win Kyle's vote if you ha- is if you have a sufficient amount of drip. Called no, This video is called No Fear. And then uh, a guy walks past him wearing a shirt that says uh, Simpsons porn, and then the video title changes to One Fear. <laughs> Very good. It's a Branson Reese reference. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, oh, this is worse. He has a video called Broadband where he's sitting, he's standing on like an observing observatory deck next to a waterfall observation deck what who gives a shit who cares i do uh, oh that's that's um if if i run for congress i will change the name of that <laughs> do an observ- observatory, deck. observatory deck yeah uh my what? man's got like he's wearing hold on i can't tell if he's wearing another scarf or like his mask is below his neck but it really exa- it like pulls up his double chin. Ooh, I feel that. So it looks like his face looks like a hot ham. I feel that though. When I wear my my mask below my chin when I'm like in the car or alone, mm-hmm. um, I uh, it really accentuates my double chin and it makes me look like a uncooked chicken nugget. Nice. Feels real. Bad. Oh, he's sitting. Here's one. He's sitting on his porch. He's wearing like a red and white flannel. He's got worse jeans on. Uh, he's still manspreading, but he's got his thumb out. He's like doing the thumbs up, Uh-oh. and that video is called "Supporting Mom and Pop." It's just uh, yeah, him. I, it's just him for five five minutes being like, "Mom and Dad, please love me. Please say I'm proud of you." Yeah. Uh, like Donald Trump Jr., I wish my dad loved me too. Much like Donald That's Trump Jr., I, I am in charge of the wh- podcast Twitter, watching our algorithms get absolutely crushed. That's why when I go to Congress, I'm going to ma- pass a law saying my parents have to love me and give me a scoop <laughs> of ice cream every night. Only one, though. Too much and you'll get a sugar high. Only one. You'll never sleep. No, also, Don Jr. looked like shit, too, in that video. Did you see that? He's really trying to copy Hunter Biden's on, vibes. It was on his Instagram, and he was, like, laying on his back in his bed. With his head and up. Like, yeah. It looks like he's recording from, like... His his phone he's like put on his chest and he's just like looking up at it from lying down. He's like, eh, Instagram uh, liberal. Is he I mean, the it looks one? Like shit. Is he the one that's dating the the best? Is yet the call? Yeah, Kimberly Gilfoyle. Kimberly damn, Gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> nice dude. Damn, but looks anyway, like for I'm... damn looks like for Kimberly the fucking best really has yet to come. Yeesh. <laughs> I feel Come like on, I man. should explain that, but I don't want to. I figured it out, and I don't like it. Yes, thank but you. Anywho, I'm proud of you. I've Thanks tapped out of that. reading this guy's. Uh, you made it farther than website. I thought you would, so I'm kind of proud on you for that. Thank you. Given that this is the first time I've seen any of his uh, signs up and about, not a good sign. Uh, I have. Well, yeah, no, it's a bad sign. It doesn't well, say I... anything. It just says Kyle for Congress. <laughs> but, um, like, I I am now running against him i'm going to primary him and be like hey give me change your name you're the only kyle in the allowed in politics 
or I'm on podcasting. Six, I'm I'm 16 years younger than you, but I had this name first. Uh, you have to change it. Yeah. My man's with, gonna, <laughs> Kyle. Kyle, you were some, you were uh, born in the darkness. He he merely adopted it. I'm going to look at his fit, and I'm going to do the roast hand and be like, boy, and then he's going to drop to, like, single-digit support. Bro, he'll have no choice but to drop out. And then I get to face Antonio Delgado. We'll go to a debate, and I'll be like, hey, I agree. Like, all right, cool, man. Yeah. And then one of us, one of us will win because the voters will be like, these two are the same. Where were wait? Where were you that you saw a Kyle for Congress sign? If he lives in Milwaukee, it was. Well, um, that's in the same congressional district as, as you, Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even though I, Millbrook is like, that's a like while, two that's, hours away. That's fucking east of the Hudson River, brother. Yeah, a- Antonio Delgado is also somewhere that's not around. I think it's from like Poughkeepsie. Yeah, that's far from you. How are you yeah, guys in the you... same congressional district? What the fuck? Uh, that's a little thing called gerrymandering. Yeah, what's your district look like? What district are you? I'm I'm NY seventeen. Uh, I'm NY nineteen. Oh, I beat you. Yeah. Uh, this district includes most of the southern and eastern suburbs of the capital district, as well as the majority of the Hudson Valley and Catskills regions. Uh, let me look at a here. picture of this motherfucker. Jesus Christ. He's from Schenectady. He's from Schenectady. That's a massive district. Yeah. Preceded by John Faso, who uh, sucked and is bad. And overall, Antonio, can't complain. Yeah, man, that covers... Oh, he's he's from Rhinebeck. He was born in Schenectady, but he lives in Rhinebeck. Uh, Otsego County, where I live, is the farthest west west point. Yeah. Yeah, you you guys are northwest... And your district covers half of Montgomery County. Yeah, this is a big. This is a big chunk. It's a this, big this fucking has to be district. Like a fifth of the state. Yeah, There's my like my. Lot. I'm in NY19, and we're just Rockland and Westchester. Yeah. Uh, and our and our Democratic candidate is is the the God King Mondaire. Hell yeah, Mondaire. Fuck yeah. Yeah, this is not. This is an, an incredibly egregious example of gerrymandering. It's just a large swath. You know what it is? It's There's not, probably not enough people to in, in your areas, like in the more western part of the uh, the district, that like they can just kind of plump them all in together. Right. Yeah. Well. Well, that's our politics talk for the day. Yeah. Just kidding. We'll probably have more. Yeah, it'll peep. It'll peek its ugly head in here somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had my first job. Speaking of uh, the capital district, hell yeah! On my first day of my new job in Albany. Very cool. I uh, did a wedding. Hey, uh, Kyle yeah. got married. Congratulations, Kyle. Yeah, I got married to uh, the United States Constitution yes. and I'm running for Congress. Very cool. How was the wedding? It was fun. You know. Um, I was told to go to a specific address. Uh, have, if you, have you you've been to Albany, yeah? Yeah. All right. Are you familiar with State Street? Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah, I dude. You. I love State Street. I walk, dude. I remember the good old days on State Street. Me and the boys would just walk right. up and down no. and up 
and down. And then, buddy, we'd go up and down and up and down and up and down. Will you let me finish this story? And then we'd go up and we'd come back down. And then, you know, love straight street. It's got my favorite deli. State Street Capitol. Oh, the Capitol. Oh, I remember the Capitol. I used to go up and down and up and down the stairs of the Capitol. Seeing my good friend Two hours long because Tim's going to keep riffing for another 40 minutes. (laughs) Brother, all I do is riff. Yeah, well, it's right by the Capitol, the governor's mansion, and uh, it's just a whole line of, like, businesses and stuff. It's like right in downtown Albany. Yeah. And I was told to go to 90 State Street. Yes. So I I get there around 2. I was a little early. I had nothing else to do. Yeah, and you know what they um, say, Kyle. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Well, I was like 45 minutes early. Oh, then, buddy, you showed up. You might as well have showed up yesterday. Uh, that means I'm on time. Yeah. So I get there and it's locked, but I uh, I look and I notice a sign for this thing called the State Room, which is what I was told was the name of the venue, mm-hmm. and that's 100 State Street. Oh. So I walk up there and it looks like they're setting up for a wedding, and I go, all right, cool. I'm just gonna wait until uh, the guy who actually knows what he's doing gets here. And uh, my boss gets there, and I introduce myself because I had not met him. I met this other guy who told me, like, all the contact info for my job interview. Yeah. And this guy gets here, and he's like, all right, well, uh, he got there, and 90 State Street was still locked. So we go to the owner of the stateroom, and uh, the way we were going to set up the wedding was uh, we were going to do it like a live stream. Because okay. they're getting married at the venue, and they were yeah. also having the reception there. That's was, called was my understanding. Frugal. Yeah. So we get there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like we need your Wi-Fi password, and we need to set up the live stream. Like, where are they getting married in here?" And she goes, "Oh, they're not. They're not getting married here. They're they're going to a chapel." Oh. Like, huh? like that's not where we were told. So we have to call Anthony. Is his name? We have to call him and be like, "Hey, what's the deal?" And he's like, "Yeah, like." They're getting married at the venue. Are you sure you're at the right place? It's 90 State Street. They're like, you told us we're we're on 100 State Street. They're like, oh, no, no, you got to go to 90, which we were already at and was still locked. Turns out the stateroom is not the name of the place. We were misled. We got there, and it's still locked. We wait for, like, another 10 minutes, and finally this lady gets here and unlocks it for us. And that was the first hurdle cleared. And then uh, we start setting up. And waiting around and getting some shots. And then the whole family shows up and things start getting a little chaotic. And mm-hmm. we shoot the wedding. The ceremony is like 30 minutes. And then it takes another 40 minutes for photos because no one can shut up. Yeah. And, like, you know how long it takes to take photos for, like, Thanksgiving? Like, a whole family gathering? Yeah, probably you got to like, multiply that by 40. Being, being in front of the camera is very, very frustrating. Just, like, being behind the camera... I wanted to uh, shoot myself. Damn, that rocks. Yeah, it was very fun. The, the Did I was you? doing video, and uh, this guy was doing photography, taking pictures, and he was like trying to get people to look right at his camera. And he's like, "I'm going to fucking kill someone." Not Did you really. shoot yourself? I did not. I mean, I shot myself with the video camera. Oh hell yeah, dude! So, uh, and then we the reception is at the Empire Plaza. Home of the Egg. Home of the Egg? Home of the... You ever been to the Egg? The fuck's the Egg? Oh, dude. 
oh, you got to go to the egg. The egg is this big, like, performing arts center. And it's Do in the I shape have of, to like, go? Huh? You said I have to go to the egg. You must go to the egg. You have to make your yearly pilgrimage to the egg. God damn it. Everybody face Albany and pray to the egg. You have to make your hajj to the egg. But no, it's a big performing arts center in the shape of an egg. But um, uh, right by the egg is this place that we had the venue in. The whole whole concourse is like this big, um, I don't want to say like marble looking. It's like, it looks like everything's made of marble. It's very cool, honestly. That's and the governor's neat. mansion's right there. And uh, we had our venue for the reception there. And it was really fun. It was a nice, good time. Nice, man. Nice. Speaking of marbles, I lost mine. Yeah. I know, Tim. Dude, have you seen them? No. Damn it. All right, I'll keep looking. Good plan. Thanks. But. That's all I can really do at this time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do this week? Uh... In the week since we last recorded in the same room, uh, I mean, thank God we're back socially distanced. You, P, you, you smell bad, dude. Yeah, oh Tim, God. you were coughing all over me, open mouth. <laughs> dude, I was trying to kiss you. Were you. Not, you were not covering your mouth. You were going, <coughs> and I was dude, like, stop that. And you dude, went, that's, no. <coughs> that's, that's my love language. It's been a tough eight months since the pandemic started. <laughs> well, don't use it on me. Damn, dude. Come on. Where's, where's, be a good podcast podcast co-host and and let me open mouth cough kiss you. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, mm. in uh, I let's see what a, it started off. My week started pretty okay. Um, you know, not nothing too. I can't really remember last week to be quite honest. Um, not much happened, but uh, Friday I had a, I had an interesting night. Friday was a fucking whole cluster fuck. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so there's a farm in the middle of Connecticut. It's called the South Farms. And uh, when the pandemic started and, you know, all these venues started shutting down uh, because, you know, social distancing isn't a thing in music clubs. Uh, right. These This music promotion group uh, got or came into some kind of agreement with one of the properties uh uh, to do concerts and comedy shows on the uh, like the lawn or the South Farm or like the like this big hill on the farm. They set up this big stage and it's all very nice. You know, everybody's in an eight by eight grid and the, each grid is about ten to fifteen feet away from another one. So it's it's super nice, super social distanced, um, safe and Sounds safe fun. and safe and fun. Um, and like I said, it's on a farm, so like to get to the par- to like. It, it's very susceptible to um, bad weather, meaning that if right. it rains, it gets super muddy, and the grass becomes saturated, and you can't really park there. Sure. Well, Friday, it literally rained all day, and on the ticket, That's good. it said rain or shine. Right. So under that impression, I drive the two and a half hours to the venue. Mm-hmm. I get there, it's pitch black. I'm, I'm like, you know what? Uh, I braved it out. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready for this concert. I'm ready to see m- one of my favorite bands, Manchester Orchestra, live for the first mm-hmm. time uh, in th- three years. I think it was since I first saw them. Three years of doing acoustic set. It's gonna be great. 
Um, I get there and uh, uh, one of the people working working the concert is like, is uh, so he's standing in the middle of the road? And I go, hi, I'm here for the concert. And he goes, oh yeah, that got canceled. Hmm. And I go, what? And he was like, yeah, it's not safe on the property right now because it's been raining too much all day. I went, oh, that sucks. And he went, yeah, there might be tickets tomorrow. I know it's sold out, but you, you try and you could try and find some. And I go. Ah, okay. <laughs> Even though the ticket said rain or shine, I guess not. Um, so I went home. In total, I drove five hours. That's good. On Friday night. I ha- I drove the distance from here to Oswego. That's very fun. It was awesome. And I didn't even get a concert out of it. So I get home and... Uh, I'm like, damn, like, you know what, that sucks. Like, I would have liked to see it, but, you know, not much I can do. Right. I, so I'm hanging out at home and I get an email. And it says, and it's from the venue. It's from Maniac, Maniac, Manic, or whatever, uh, uh, promotions. And it goes, hey, uh, sorry. We could have, like, it, granted, to be fair, they did send an email at, like, 5, 6 o'clock letting everybody know the show had been canceled, but I was already on my way there. Uh-huh. And I was driving and had my GPS up, so I couldn't didn't exactly get notifications for emails. Um, and That's why you like, get an Apple Watch like me. So when you're driving uh, and keeping your phone on the GPS, for your distractions, you can have a distraction right on your wrist. Correct. But the thing is, I can't get an Apple Watch, Kyle, because I don't have as small a pee-pee as you. So. What the fuck? Yeah, it yo. goes on your arm, not your pee-pee. <laughs> no, but I'm freak. saying that I'm saying that you have to have a small pee-pee in order to have one. No, it's saying you, my, you you're you're my, telling me you gotta put the watch on your pee-pee, which is incorrect. Actually makes you look really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> nah, Do better. Fuck. Um But I get an email saying like, hey, sorry, uh we actually added some grids to tomorrow night's show. Even though it's sold out, we added some grids. If you wanna purchase tickets they're available early to you guys and you can go for the same price and you're still getting refunded for friday night so you're not losing any money and i'm like that's pretty cool you know what this is the only show i'll probably have the opportunity to, to see in a very long time mm-hmm. i'm doing it so i asked my brother if he wanted to go made the trip out to connecticut got to see my boys andy hull and robert mcdowell absolutely you got to go to connecticut again i got to i got to go to connecticut again and this time it was worth it. Dude, it was a fantastic show. It was an acoustic set. It was like, even though it was like 40 degrees, so like, it was a little uncomfortable, but, you know, it was worth it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was such a good time. Nice. And you Good know, for you, and I'm sure super that it will have no repercussions for you at all at any point. Uh, editor's note, we recorded this episode uh, a week ago. Tim has since got COVID and died. Rest yeah, dude, I'm looking death. forward to a very long and healthy life. Yeah, which I'm sure you will have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, editor's note, Tim has died. Rip Tim. Can't wait to find the love of my life and spend a, a, a very long, healthy, and happy marriage with a, a beautiful woman who finds me attractive. Yeah, you're going to live at least another 50, 60 years, I bet, at least. Can't wait. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was an awesome show. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. They played all my favorite songs. Yeah, such as 
we're the Manchester Orchestra. And uh, an orchestra for Manchester in this economy. <laughs> You're so right. That's the full name of their debut album. That's right. Uh, the Manchester and orchestra are fighting inside me. Damn. <laughs> That's close to a brand new album. That mm-hmm. The Devil and God are raging inside. The first, I think, I think it was an EP that uh, thank Manchester. You, thank you for explaining the joke. Well, I didn't know if you did it on purpose or not, you dumb shit. Why would I say the Manchester and orchestra if I wasn't? Because they're not. Because right. Manchester Orchestra didn't put that put out that album. Okay. You fucking dunce. They All put right. out in chronological order. I'm like a virgin losing a child, and then followed it up with the hit album like a, Mean like Everything to Nothing, and then they followed it up that up with Simple Math, and then then after that came Cope, and then after that was Black Mile to the Surface, you dummy. Nowhere in their discography is an album named uh, fucking the Manchester and the Orchestra are Raging Inside Me. Yeah, a, a virgin losing a child. Why do they make that about you? <laughs> Baba Booey. That's way epic. That's right. You really got me there, Kyle. I got you. You really fucking got me. Yeah, I got you. All right. Well, what's uh, what's next? I don't know, man. Um, we could. I I have a relationship thing I could read. All right, go for it. Oh, All oh, right. before you do that, I got. No, never mind. You sure? Yeah, go for it. All right. Hopefully, my phone doesn't die. It's at one percent. Oh, jeez. <coughs> uh, my charge 21. your phone. All right, hold on. Let me go here. Hold on. Charge your damn phone. Uh, Why is your phone at one percent? Because I'm stupid, Kyle. That's right. You're a virgin and you're stupid. Hey. No, I'm not. I've had I've had many, many encounters. Okay. Um, so this one is called My 21 Female Boyfriend 28 Male says he doesn't need to wipe after pooping because he has, quote, good fiber intake. What the fuck? So I lurk on Reddit a lot, and my boyfriend doesn't, so I sometimes tell him about entertaining, interesting story, uh, entertaining slash, slash interesting posts I see on here. Usually it's just memes or funny stuff, but sometimes it threads, uh, sometimes it's threads on here that are really about wild relationship drama. The other day I read out loud a thread about someone, who's, uh, someone whose boyfriend do- didn't wipe his ass after pooping and would get streak stains on his underwear. I expected him to laugh, but he just kind of stared at me for a second and said, well, it's because he doesn't have good fiber uh, fiber intake. I asked what he meant, and he said, quote, if you have enough fiber, you have solid poop that breaks off cleanly, and you don't need to wipe. I was stunned. Sometimes he likes to troll me, so I thought that was the case, but he was dead serious. I asked him if he doesn't wipe, and he said he has a good situ- uh, he has good nutrition, so there's no need. I kept insisting that there's always going to be some residue that, uh, that, and that you need to use toilet paper after pooping. And he just got mad and said, I need to take fiber supplements since obviously I must have loose stools. And he said I was, quote, projecting. I was just going to drop it. I was just going to drop it, but he went grocery shopping uh, the other day and brought me home some fiber supplements. He laughed and said that I should be glad he chips into the cost of toilet paper since I'm the only one who needs it. 
I got frustrated and said he was being a dick, but he said he was joking about the toilet paper, but not the supplements, and that I was being too sensitive. I was really grossed out by him not wiping, and I have felt unattracted to him since. We've had sex twice since then, and I wasn't at all into it and couldn't get turned on. I want to tell him this, but I know he'll just get mad again and make fun of me. Should I just drop the subject or insist he start wiping? I don't want our sex life to suffer, and I'm tired of him talking about fucking fiber. But now I'm wondering if I am acting crazy. Holy shit. This is an alpha move, honestly. This is uh, gaslighting your girlfriend into thinking that she has shit on her ass. <laughs> when he's when he's yeah. just like, hey, hey, I don't wipe. And she's like, that's kind of gross. Maybe you should do that. He's like, uh, well, maybe it's you who has the doo-doo ass, my lady. <laughs> my and name is John like, Ham. And now she's like, oh, my God, maybe he's right. Maybe I do have the doo-doo <laughs> ass. Damn, I'm at, dude, what would, what would your this girlfriend say? What would your girlfriend rot. say, Kyle, if you told her she had a doo-doo ass? She would break up with me, probably. Should we call her and ask her if, if, no, if no, she has doo-doo do ass? I don't know, Absol- man, because I'm an agent of chaos sometimes. I will, I will not. And if she questions me about it at some point in the next few days, I know exactly who to blame. Good thing she doesn't listen to this show. Ah, uh, she does sometimes. Oh, she does sometimes. Hi, Maddie. Yeah. Don't dox her. What's wrong with you? Oh, shit. Uh, hi, Jeffrey. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Kyle's no. dating Jeff Bezos. No. Yes. Jeff Bezos has doo-doo ass. What? Confirmed. Why would I date him when his ex-wife's right there? Am I right? Oh, right. Why date Jeff when you can date Hope Hicks, who you can indeed fix? Yes. Whoa, holy shit. I rhymed there, dude. Yeah, good for you. Anywho, uh, dudes rock. Dudes Gaslight- do rock. Dude, yo, dudes do rock. She has a dude. ass. It's very cool. And do you have a good fiber worrying. intake? Huh? Do, do you have good fiber intake, Kyle? I don't fucking know. Well? You know, I, I know how this is going to end. How's this going to end? Uh, he's going to murder her and use her skin as toilet paper. Nah, he's got good fiber intake, so he doesn't need toilet paper. Well, no, it'll be like a see, I told you thing. But then he won't be able to tell her because she's dead and is using her as toilet paper. But, you know. Dude, imagine he white, like he kills her, uses her as toilet paper, and then like he's got streaks and shit. And Ugh. he's like, damn, looks, looks, like I, looks like she was right all along. Sorry about that. Yeah. Good, good visceral uh, image. I can't imagine that though. Like, imagine pooping and then just being like, "Well, job's done." Yeah, I can't. It, it just even one exploratory wipe to check. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you 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 have like have that's to. the confidence of a mediocre white man. Yeah. Being like, yeah, yeah I don't need a wipe. I don't need this to booty, wipe. The job is done. This booty is shit free. <laughs> I did it. You've heard of so. wet ass. You've heard of wet ass pussy, buddy. Get ready for no, for no, don't finish that sentence. Get ready for a doo doo free butt. I told you not to say that. <laughs> Do I ever listen though? I am ending this podcast. Yeah, finally, we made it thirty-seven and a, or thirty-six and a half episodes. Uh, this isn't a full episode yet. Um, that. No, that's um, uh, that's immediate divorce. You get yeah. married just to divorce that guy. <laughs> Feel like this Take is for your shit ass. Shit ass. 
If there was any, uh, if this was, if there was any uh, segment to have Dominic Altamira as a guest on, it would be this one. He would love this. I wonder if I should call him real quick. Yeah, do it. All right, hold on. I gotta stop recording and patch in my phone to the, to okay. the USB. I'm still recording. Uh, for context, Dominic Altamira is a friend of ours who loves talking about how his his uh, ex-wife hates him for various funny reasons, mainly because we live in a rat race, and this seems right up his alley. Just call Sal and be like, hey, is Dom there? Sal. Hey, buddy, you know what's weird? What? I was just about to call you. That's crazy. Uh, Sal, you are currently live on the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour with Tim Brenner and Randy Sherry. No. Oh <laughs> Randy Sherry. Yeah, yeah, no. Randy Sherry. Uh, it's Kyle. He's no, we're, no. we're undergoing a co- corporate re- restructuring. No, we're oh, not. Oh, cool, okay. Yeah, cool. Um, I have a question, and uh, yes. it, it, it sure, pertains pal. to both you and friend of the show, Dom Altamura. Uh-huh. Is Dom with you now? Or do, uh, do you have no. access to him? Let me go see. He might have gotten to, went to go get dinner. Let me go check. Okay, because I just tried calling him and he did not pick up. So I'm so I'm I'm co- I'm and I'm contacting you. See, Kyle, this is the this is the kind of intuitive thinking that it takes for a good podcast host. Sure. All right, uh, Dom's here. Dom's here. Yeah. Perfect. Dom, hello. Guy. Hey, Dom, you are currently live on the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour with Tim Brenner and Maximilian Sherry. Stop saying that. Holy shit, dude. All right, Dom. Dom, <laughs> Sal. Oh what a momentous occasion, dude. Oh, man, what a momentous dude. occasion. And there, we have a very uh, important reason for calling oh, you guys man. tonight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I just read a I just read a r slash um, relationship advice post from Reddit, and I won't read it again, but I will give you guys the rundown. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 So the girlfriend uh, lurks on Reddit a lot and likes to share posts with her boyfriend, and this one post she shared with him was about how um, uh, this one guy on Reddit or this one girl brought up to her boyfriend about like shit stains and something. And the boyfriend responded, well, that guy doesn't have good fiber sure. intake. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he responded, yeah, if you, if you, uh, and like the, it's like, oh, the, 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 the girl was like, oh, the, the commenter's boyfriend doesn't wipe. Isn't that weird? And, uh, the boyfriend just kind of looked at her. And ultimately, it comes down to, uh, the, the, the girlfriend is having a crisis about the relationship. Because she found out her boyfriend doesn't wipe after pooping. Ow. It's, I had a nickel. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so, uh, it, that's, it, that's like, a huge like, fucking yikes for me, sir. Like, it's affecting their love life, too, because they had sex twice since the poop, uh, the, the no wiping revelation came out. <laughs> and the girl couldn't get turned on because all she could think about was that her boyfriend didn't wipe after pooping. Well, dude, you better hope that she's not, like, riding him on the bed because as soon as he gets up, there's just going to be shit stains on the bed. <laughs> you know? How didn't she notice the, uh, the stench <laughs> if the man hadn't wiped? That's true. How did she not notice it? So my, my, my question for you, Dom, is you yes. are an avid poster about how you and your wife disagree a lot. 
about how you shit your pants. He does. He does. I think think he just did. That line's up, yeah. So, Dom, my question is, what is your visceral reaction to this girl not being turned on by her boyfriend not wiping? Frankly, I think it's kind of insulting to the man's lifestyle. It's not so much that we refuse. I guess it is that we refuse to wipe. But it's it's not just do it for the hell of it. We do it in the same way uh, one would practice a religion to better yourself. Born to shit, forced to wipe. That is exactly (laughs) Yes, that's right. I think think you just gave us the episode title. Born to shit, forced to wipe. Yeah, born to shit, forced to wipe. Um, Dom, Dom, I have a question. Then that's the thing. I can do nothing with it because it doesn't have monetary value. Uh, Dom, I have a question. All right, let's hear it. Uh, um, Has you shitting your pants affected your sex life with your wife? Uh, I don't want to say yes, but yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's... It's it's it, but it's fine because I I'm I'm living I'm living the life I want to lead, so it's sexless. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not rock. gonna let her stop me. I'm right. not gonna let her stop me. Has she threatened you with some kind of litigation of uh, or divorce if you continue to shit your pants? Uh, which wife are you talking about? <laughs> There's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> there always has been. Yeah. Uh, oh. It, it, well, do you, are you like he's talking about like past wives? Like, have oh. they are have they already divorced him because of this shit, the pants shitting, or like Yo, just like the just go down one. the list? Yeah, let's go down the list. Well, the first one just kind of disappeared. Wasn't um, that those Charmise, right? I don't want to talk about it. Um, Dumb. So the, the investigation's <laughs> still going about that. You know that, right? Uh, the second one was because of the shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. The second one was uh, I did. <laughs> It, there was a visceral reaction to when she found out about it. Um, what was that moment like? Uh, what was it? It was it was tense. Uh, she there was uh, uh, a, a lot. Of, she had a lawyer present. Uh, I, I came home from work, long day of shitting, and okay. and there she was on the couch, my couch, my shit covered couch, <laughs> because I tend to be nude at home. Oh, with, with this guy named uh, Jerry Murad, uh, attorney at law. And uh, and uh, what 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 this basically devolved into was the last hour and a half of marriage story. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, but a lot more shit. The the third one, uh, I she didn't disappear. She I she she got murdered, but I got away with it. Um, oh okay. And the fourth yeah. one is it's on the rocks. Uh, she is she bad mouths me to the sun all the time. He's just in like there the, like, like, like the gas ball or your like actual son like your one seed. in the same I feel like yeah his his little festering seed that sits on the couch and eats Doritos all fucking day yeah he, he's playing Minecraft and the wife will just be like I gotta bend your ear and uh, she just bad mouths me in front of the kid and it's I really don't like it so, Dom, what, what did she call you that one time what did she what did she call you uh, she called me, uh, uh, I don't even want to say it so bad. I'll say it. Uh, she called him Poopy Pants McStinky, and, uh... So, Dom, Dom, I actually have a That's couple really follow-up rough. questions. Okay. Uh, this pertains to, I believe, the second wife? The one who, the one who you walked in and she was, she had a lawyer ready. 
Um, yeah. What was the moment? Because you said you were well. You said you were already married when she found out uh, that you were a avid pants shitter. Um, yeah. What was the moment like when you first shit your pants in front of her? When you when you were able to bring that moment of truth to the forefront that you were indeed a pants shitter? Was it like an absolute rip roaring shit, or did was it like one you thought was a fart and you just let it go, like thinking you know what, whatever happens happens? Like what was that moment like for you? It, it did. It did. I'm glad you asked. It did start as just like a like a wet fart, and I I, I she loved my fart. She loves the farts, but not the shit. Okay. Um, and so, I'd be like, hey, I got to rip one. She'd be like, do it, baby. All right. And then I was like, oh, God, uh, honey, this is not a fart, but it's something much better. I'm glad you can be here to share it with me. Because it was my first. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the sign of manhood when you have your first accidental full-on shit. True. Uh, thinking it was a fart. It wasn't just like, a, oh, I have a little, uh, maybe I can wash these pants. I had to get rid of the, my entire wardrobe. It's true. At my friend's bar mitzvah, they were like, hey, you're not a man until you shit your pants waving. And he, and he did, right on that chair when people were raising him up. Now, I, I have another question for you, Dom. Okay. Um, you said you were, you like, you said you're an avid pants shitter, but you love <laughs> sitting on the couch nude and shitting. Yeah, mm-hmm. how does that work? Because that's not shitting your pants, buddy. That's just pooping on the couch. <laughs> couch shitter. Well, I mean, are, well, are you a couch what, shitter? What do you define as pants? Do pants have to be? They have to be on like a, a article of clothing. Yes. What else? Would I pants just, be? I, just, I define I define pants as more like a spiritual presence. It's like your state of being. Okay. Like when you shit your pants, you're just shitting like not on a toilet. To the world is your pants, dude. You just happen to be wearing what uh, humans call pants pantaloons. when you shit your pants. I, that's where the root comes from. Pants comes from the root word pantaloon. Uh, pantaloon, I don't know if you know this from Shakespearean tragedy, was an old dying man, all right? And gotcha. Yeah, Shakespeare got the word pants. Old men, when they died, they would have like a they'd evacuate their, yeah, vacate their bowels or evacuate right. their bowels. Loudly. And it'd be like, ah, this pantaloon just, I don't know the word for shit back then, uh, soiled his trousers, you know? Um, He done shit it. And he got that root word from, uh, believe it or not, the Iroquois who were inhabiting England at the time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Man, they don't teach you that in in school. Yeah, yeah. They don't teach you that in school. Teach the controversy. Yeah, that's a, little, yeah, that's a little trivia for you, guy. Gotcha. Uh, Kyle, do you have any questions for uh, Dom? I mean, you, you, I was not expecting you to do a full, like, 60 minutes news segment about I this. wasn't either. It kind of devolved into it, but I'm glad I did it because yeah. I, I'm learning so much about my friend Dom, uh, who you can yeah, follow. Th- Dom, you can, I, you can follow. I, have a, a, I have a simple question for you, Dom. Uh, why don't you just find right. someone who, who's into shit play? Into what? Into shit, shit play. Like they're into fecal That's matter. A thing. It, it turns them on. That's a thing. Yeah, go watch the movie, movie forty two. It's actually a. He a, just a, ran a, lo- a large segment ran. of that movie. Dom just fucking bolted out of the room, knocking over a chair. And I think he hit someone in the hallway. Time to update like I genuinely his think bio. like like no like this isn't a bit. I'm pretty sure he just fucking decked someone in the hallway. <laughs> Jesus That's incredible. Christ. 
Well, folks, uh, you can follow Dom on Twitter at Real Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's not here to correct you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sal, where can they find you on Twitter? Oh, and you can follow uh, at SalPog on Twitch, right? Yeah, twitch.tv slash SalPog, baby. Here we go. Uh, yeah, Here follow go. Sal on the fucking uh, twitch.com and on the Twitter. Yeah. My, my 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 Twitter's on my Twitch. You'll find it there. Uh, make Wait, sure you Sal, follow Sal, Dom your... on Twitter at witless underscore wisdom one. Uh, if you're the user at witless wisdom, uh, let's talk. Well, uh, I I just want to talk. Uh, come alone <laughs> and unarmed. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, once uh, Dom is done dealing with his uh, alleged decking, uh, thank mm-hmm. he, thank him as well. The, the episode will be going I, I, up tonight. I'm sure he knows. Beautiful. And once again, at real Donald Trump for Dom. <laughs> yep, that's, that's right. it. He is that's Donald him. Trump. The parody account. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, of course, buddy. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. I'll call you back yeah. later to talk about whatever you were going to call me about. All right, sweet beans, dude. Glad to hear it. Later. Later. Well, that was fun. That was very fun, and I just followed Sal at SalPog. Um, let's move on to our next segment, and uh, given the length of that interview, probably the last segment for yeah. us, uh, Fail Son of the Day. Yes. Now, Tim, I don't know if you have one, but I have a uh, a whopper Okay. that just happened today. Oh, let's find out. Which, uh, since we were recording on the same day of our release, is literally breaking news. Uh New Yorker suspends Jeffrey Tubin for Zoom dick incident. I'm sorry, fucking what? Yeah, in a, in a, I'm reading the Vice article to it. In a statement to Vice, Jeffrey Tubin apologized for the quote embarrassingly stupid mistake. All right, so uh, the New Yorker has suspended reporter Jeffrey Tubin. Sources tell Vice it's because he exposed himself during a Zoom call last week between members of the New Yorker and WNYC Radio. Tubin. Said in a statement to Motherboard, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and coworkers. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video, he added. New Yorker sportsperson Natalie Rabe said, Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended while we investigate the matter. Tubin's Condé Nast email has been disabled and he has not tweeted since October 13th. He did, however, appear on CNN, where he is the network's chief legal analyst on Saturday. Jeff Tubin has asked for some time off while he deals with a personal issue, which we have granted, CNN said in a statement. Uh, Doubleday, an imprint of Random House, which published Tubin's latest book, did not respond to email. Neither did Tubin's literary agent, uh, Christine, Christine Dahl, nor Greater Talent Network, which represents Tubin. WNYC did not respond to a request for comment. So, uh, this dude posted hog. Fuck. Which is incredible. Do you know how difficult it is to, like, be in a Zoom call or think, like, not be in a Zoom call? It's very easy. I I do it every day. Yeah. Let me, let me find, uh, because apparently there was a bit more to this article that was taken out. Interesting. Uh, Two people who were on the call told Motherboard separately that the call was an election simulation featuring many of the New Yorker's biggest stars. <laughs> Jane Meyer was playing establishment Republicans. 
Evan Osnos was Joe Biden. Jelani Cobb was establishment Democrats. Marsha Gessen played Donald Trump. Andrew Morantz was the far right. Sue Halpern was left-wing Democrats. Dexter Filkins was the military. And Jeffrey Tubin playing the courts. There were also a handful of other producers on the call from The New Yorker and WNYC. Both so they were doing the who, world's worst role-playing game. Yeah, awful stuff. Uh, both people who spoke on the condition of anonymity in order to speak freely noted that it was unclear how much each individual person on the call saw, but both of the people we spoke to said that they saw Tubin jerking off. The two sources described a juncture in the election simulation which, when there was a strategy session, and the Democrats and Republicans went to the, into their respective breakout rooms for about 10 minutes. At this point, they said, it seemed like Tubin was on a second video call. The sources said that when the groups returned from their breakout rooms, Tubin lowered the camera. The people on the call said they could see Tubin touching his penis. Tubin then left the call. Moments later, he called back in, seemingly unaware of what his colleagues had been able to see, and the simulation continued. <laughs> moving on so so this guy this guy was doing an election simulation with his co-workers thought man i'm really horny right now this has got me all horned up uh, and then when up. everyone left because he's playing the sexiest thing of all the courts courts and when everyone leaves he jacks off for 10 minutes and everyone comes back in and he's like oh everyone's back and uh doesn't know that his camera's on and everyone sees him him post hog and uh, then he comes back in like, hey, guys, what I miss? Hey, guys, sorry, I was... Uh, sorry, guys, I was masturbating, masturbating. vigorously. I, I really wonder, I would love to find out who in that room was the first person to be like, oh. uh, hey, Jeff, your, your penis is showing. Remember That'd that video that came out in the beginning of the pandemic when everybody started working from home with a girl bringing her Zoom computer into the bathroom and she just shits i fake? have not seen that one is that fake uh i think we need to bring that to our friend dom for his attention uh, we'll do that next episode yeah next time next but time. uh just want to say uh jeremy post tube jeremy his name's jeremy oh who's jeremy jeremy tubin i thought his name was jeffrey tubin oh jeffrey oh whatever it's j name who gives a shit i'm confused Jeremy, Jeffrey. Jeremy is the Jeffrey of Jeremy's. Uh, it is Jeffrey Tube. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey, post tube. No. <laughs> if your name's Jeremy, post tube. <sighs> Damn. So, That's, good I don't have a, I don't, he is my nominee for Fail Son of the Day. And I don't have one, and I really don't need one. Yeah. All right. Congrats, that. Jeff. You did it. Congrats, Jeremy. You did it. Congrats. We're real proud Congrats of Congrats for uh, being the seemingly first person in history to have a Zoom dick incident. I don't know if the first. I feel like well, there's probably been If others. not first, then the, the most notable one. Yeah. Yeah. Good there job, was one, Jeff. There was one where a guy was obviously wearing... Oh! Th oh! There was one where uh, an anchor was uh, broadcasting from her bathroom for some reason, and her husband was taking a shower. Oh, nice. You just saw full wang. Nice. Yeah, it should I love I love to be doing my professional job. In the bathroom. Uh, fr from home, in the bathroom, touching my penis. Yeah, it feels real bad. Feels great. But I'm going to take that out of context and, uh, and 
uh, audio clippings uh, of you saying, I can't wait to do my professional job while touching my penis. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I'm going to get elected to Congress. Kyle for Congress. Yeah, Kyle for Congress. Now that we've come uh, full circle, I think this is a good time to end it. I'd agree. So thanks to Sal and Dom for coming on at such short notice. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at FailSunPod. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Why don't you give us a five-star review, if you please? We will have new new episodes out every Monday. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle M. Sherry. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Timmy Brenner. And we will see you next time. Don't forget to spill your beans. Or don't spill your beans. Whatever the fuck my quote is. I can't remember. Good job, dumbass. Shut the fuck up.